Welcome back to An Encouraged Heart. Thank you again for joining me for Bible study. We're going to continue in our Bible study called Living Victoriously in Difficult Times. Um, we're going to be looking at scriptures from James chapter 1 and 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, if you do not have the workbook, please um, grab your Bibles. Okay, let's begin as always with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, um, thank you for um, your word. We ask that you would help us, Lord, to receive all that you would have for us during this study. Um, as always, give us understanding and help us to apply what we are hearing and learning. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to begin on page 48. If you have your workbooks, I'm going to start in the observation section. It says here, now let's return to James chapter 1, which tells us what to do when we don't know how to handle our difficult circumstances. We're going to look at specifically verses 5 through 8 from chapter 1, and we're going to mark all the instructions that are written. So we're going to, again, look for instructions that are given to believers in this passage. Okay, you will mark them by simply underlining those instructions. Okay, verse 5. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Here, um, it says here to let him ask of God um, if we lack wisdom. Okay, so that's the first instruction to ask the Lord for wisdom. Verse 6, but he must ask in faith without any doubting. So clearly that is an instruction. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7, for that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord. Verse 8, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So let me go back through and read the four verses without interruption. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Okay, we also have three questions that pertain to the passage, but before that there is an insight box, and let me read that also. It says, the Greek word for wisdom is Sophia, which means divine wisdom. Wisdom refers to the ability of the believer to apply God's perspective to issues in his or her life. Okay, um, the first question. According to these verses, what are we as believers to do when we find ourselves in difficult situations? Clearly, it says here that we are to pray for wisdom from the Lord so that we can receive his guidance 
Okay, so um, I think that's pretty clear and that of course is found in verse number five. Going on to the second question, how does God promise to help in difficult circumstances or situations? Um, well, again, it says that he will grant wisdom to us liberally without finding fault with us. Okay, specifically it says here um, that he will give it to us generously, wisdom that is, without reproach. Moving on to the next question, what are the conditions we must meet to claim this promise? We must ask in faith, not doubting. If we doubt, we are, we are to expect nothing. Okay, so we are to go to the Lord in faith. Okay, trusting him that he will answer. Okay, we're going to also look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Okay, um, here we're going to make some markings. We're going to mark any references to the word temptation or tempted with a capital T. We're going to also please circle the pronoun you which refers to the believer, okay? So again, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. Okay, so here um, we have temptation um, twice in the word tempted. If you can mark that with a capital T, okay, those three instances. And also um, the pronoun you is mentioned here four times. Okay, if you can do those markings. Okay, once again, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man, and God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. Okay, also before I look at the questions with you, I'm going to read um, this insight box with more information about some of the key words that um, are in this verse. It says as follows, the Greek word for temptation is the same word, and I believe the pronunciation is parosmos, parosmos, and let me spell that for you. It's P-E-I-R-A-S-M-O-S. Again, that's P-E-I-R-A-S-M-O-S, which was used in James 1, 2, chapter 1, verse 2. And again, please double check my pronunciation of the Greek word um, as well. Okay, moving on. This word can be translated as temptation, trial, or testing. Temptation itself is not sinful. Rather, it is how we choose to respond to the temptation that determines the outcome. The temptation is a test of whether we will choose to walk in obedience to God or disobey and sin. Okay, so let's look at several questions. 
the first, what did you learn from this verse about the believer and temptation? Well, it says here that temptation is common, meaning that we all face temptation. God is faithful and will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we are able to stand. We will also, he will also give us a way out, a way of escape, it says. The second question, what choice does a person have when faced with temptation? Um, By the power of the Holy Spirit, which is in every believer, we can resist temptation. Also, the Lord will give us a way of escape, it says. For example, there may be times when the Lord will prompt us to physically distance ourselves from the environment so that we are not putting ourselves in a compromising situation. Okay. Um, The next and the last question It says, how does knowing this prepare you to respond when you are tempted to do wrong or when you are in a trial? It is a reminder that we can rely on God to help us overcome any temptation or trial, but we have to choose whether or not we're going to yield our will to his. Well, I'm going to um, end this lesson for today and we're going to wrap up week four in the next episode. Thank you again for joining me, and I pray that you'll have a great day. God bless you, and we'll see you soon.